It's time now for the Rural News with Monique Steele. Kia ora, Monique. Extreme weather at the start of the year will cost sheep and beef farmers millions. Kia ora, Charlotte. Yes, Beef and Lamb New Zealand estimates the damage from Cyclones Hale and Gabrielle and the Auckland anniversary floods will cost between $367 and $422 million. It's hoped this damage assessment will spur the government to provide further funding support for farmers in their recovery. Sally Murphy has more. Beef and Lamb says about 1,200 farms suffered damage, mostly to infrastructure such as fences, tracks and access ways, dams, culverts and slipping, which could cause revenue losses through destocking. Most of these costs are not insurable. It says the damage to farms in Northland is between 12 and $16 million. The bill for Waikato, Bay of Plenty, Coromandel will be between 18 and $21 million, while the East Coast and Hawke's Bay has been the hardest hit, with up to $385 million dollars in damage. The damage report has been sent to the government for consideration. Meanwhile, a Hawke's Bay Hill Country farmer says Cyclone Gabriel has made him rethink how he views and operates his farm. Kokopudu Station, which sits between Tutera and Portorino, was left battered by the cyclone. It cut off power, uh, cut off by road, and slips took out fences and water systems. Farmer Max Tweedy says a ton of work has been done in the last few months. Four out of the six water systems have been reinstated, and four kilometres of new fencing has gone in. He says it's been good to stand back and take stock of the farm. With the way we develop the farm in the future, and which is the future is now really, because we're making those decisions as we go, I think I've probably got a different angle, a different perspective on what that might look like. Because, you know, some of the really intensive hill country management is, is probably a bit more difficult. Like, we've certainly considered options like Halter, which is collar-based, GPS-based management of cattle, whether or not we can afford or justify it. It would certainly avoid us having to fence off riparian waterways and put out very expensive fences at sort of $25,000 per kilometre. Maybe we have changed that approach. Max Tweedy says recovering from the cyclone will take years, but a lot of the decisions need to be made in this first year. A share market analyst says farmers shouldn't be too worried over Sinlay's move to sell dairy works and Talbot Forest cheese. The company says the move is part of its strategy and capital structure refresh, and it will enable it to focus solely on growing its value add nutrition and food service businesses. Forsyth Bar Equities analyst Matt Montgomery says the sale makes sense as the company needs to pay down debt, so farmers shouldn't be too worried. Certainly are still paying a good milk price, or a relatively good milk price. They're not paying a premium now relative to Fonterra, but you know, with an improving backdrop for, or slightly improving backdrop for, for A2, and you know, the ingredients business is still performing quite well, I don't necessarily see it as a risk. Matt Montgomery says Sinlay could net between 110 and $145 million from the sale of the two brands. Time to get the latest from the sale yards. I spoke to AgriHQ's Suze Bremner earlier today. Hi Suze, what's been happening this week? Well it's kind of hard to believe we are now in the winter months when those temperatures certainly don't feel that way and neither actually does the activity at the sale yards. We'd usually be starting to see things slow down a bit now, both in tallies and prices, but it was full steam ahead right up till the end of May at least. So Stortford Lodge had a very impressive lineup of 440 capital stock Angus heifers and cows from Wairau, which were offered due to the station they were from being leased for forestry. These were Cricklewood bred and were a fantastic representation of that breed. 
So buyers knew that, and they came from all over the North Island to, to Hastings to bid, though most of them actually ended up staying local or headed to Taihapi or Wairarapa. So what sort of prices did you see? Well, the prices were high, but the cattle definitely were worth every single cent of it. All were in calf to East Coast Angus bulls, and the R3 heifers sold for 1790 to 1850 the cows were mainly drafted into age groups and the younger lines made 1,600 to 1,690, while later calving mixed-age cows sold for 1,290 to 1,410. And how's the store lamb market going? Well, that is still ticking along, though prices have continued to ease this week, which we also saw last week, and watch this space as concerns are starting to mount around overseas demand. Tamuka yarded a total of 51,600 lambs for the month of May, while Fielding finished on 52,800, though they had one less sale than Tamuka. The tally at Fielding today has dropped dramatically, though, with just 5,600 lambs advertised. And just lastly, the country's best-looking birds will be on display at the New Zealand National Poultry Show today. The North Canterbury Poultry and Pigeon Club, which is celebrating 125 years, is hosting this year's event in Rangiora. President Gary Donald says judging more than 1,400 entries began later this morning. Between the heavy breeds and the light breeds and the ducks, waterfowl, the um, pigeons, and each each different uh, section has a different judge. There's um, birds coming from all around New Zealand. North Island and there's judges from all over New Zealand and one from Australia. And so what are the judges actually looking for? They're bred to a standard. There's a book they rely on and it's points from the head to the tail and legs and the feathers all over and they they score them on points. So they you know, try and get the bird that's closest to the standard. With their feathers all correct and the right colour and legs, right colour eyes try and get perfection. Gary Donald says all are welcome to come and visit the national show at the Rangiora A&P showgrounds today and tomorrow. And that's the rural news for this week. Koyara te porongo o te taifenawa. Thanks, Monique. I love that story.